The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And good Monday morning and welcome to another edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station, WTJXFM, with yours truly, Neville James. It is a showery in the morning uh, kind of day here on St. Clair, which is good. Keep the island green and all, I mean. Uh, we got a great show to the table talk coming up at 820 about different things you're going to be talking about. Um, the, there's a number uh, of legal matters that uh, the former president uh, is dealing with. Uh, matter of fact, he had promised to testify today in a civil trial. He decided he's not going to do it yesterday. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the matter in Texas, that abortion issue, and a couple other issues, or the ceasefire uh, matter, um, as it relates to the U.S. Uh, vetoing a resolution in the United Nations. Interesting position on that one. But we're going to start uh, with the weather service uh, down there in San Juan, uh, giving us a uh, uh, preview uh, of this week's weather. Good morning. Who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Ryan Chambers. Hey, Ryan. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Happy holidays. Yes, likewise. Yeah. How's the weather down there in San Juan? Hey, you know, it's it's nice. It's a little showery. And but hey, clear skies or not not completely clear, but um, mm. clearer than yesterday. So it's looking like we're heading trend towards a little drier weather compared to what we saw yesterday. So that's always a good thing. How was it yesterday in San Juan? It was pretty showery all day. We were seeing passing showers, and locally here at the station, we got around two inches. And. Uh is it going to remain showery throughout the week, or are we looking at uh, clearing beginning today? We're, we're going towards a bit of a clearer trend over the next two days. But because we have strong winds and variable patches of moisture that are moving in, we're going to have showery weather from time to time. But it seemed like yesterday was the wettest day of the week until... Next weekend, it looks like we could have some more showers that could be at a similar rate. Now, um, we're entering the dry season, right? In in a way, in a way, there's um a lot of times this time of the year we have strong winds and shallow moisture that um kind of enhances passing showers. So, in a way, we're we're leaving deep convective season. So heavy thunderstorms and whatnot, that's going to be a lot less. But we are, it is pretty frequent to have um, just quick showers from time to time during the season. Okay. Now, um, this time of year, Sahara dust is out? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So what should we be concerned about um, when we're looking at Mostly marine conditions. Okay. Yeah, that's everything. Because mm-hmm. um, now we have all the frontal cyclones developing in the Atlantic, and they're just sending swell our way. And also 
a lot of high pressure systems are establishing also in the Atlantic, which is causing breezy conditions. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to our main hazard for the week, which would be just marine conditions that are pretty hazardous between seven and 10 feet seas. And we have breaking waves around seven feet for most of the coastlines, most of the northern coastlines of, of um, the northern USVI. Define a uh, high pressure system uh, for those of us who's been here. We've been hearing that all our lives, but what exactly happens um, when you have a high pressure system? Definitely. So what happens at the surface? So if you think of the atmosphere as like a vertical layer, so close to the water, we can think of like by the ocean, there is a concentration of air that it's trying to move away to somewhere that there's lower pressure. And because of that, and because of a couple of um, like physical laws that causes the wind to spin a certain way, that high pressure system in the, in the northern hemisphere, so like where we live, it's gonna turn clockwise. And as that air tries to move to somewhere of lower pressure, it accelerates and gets quite fast so that's why it enhances the wind speeds around our region whenever we have a high pressure north of us but so the the question is how does something as far as greenland impact us here in the territory like it did uh, last year when you were trying to break that down for us in terms of pressure Mm. yeah well say if um if the high pressure system was as far as Greenland, maybe it could be stretched from, it's just a big robust like area that, um, like a big air mass that is um, stretching all across the ocean. And it's, it's good to think about um, these air masses, like you have like a, like say like a hurricane, that's a giant, patch of moist air and then you have like a high pressure system it's a area of like cool dry air and um different if you um if you think about the size of the air mass say for the high pressure system if it's you have tons of cool dry air over the atlantic kind of stretching from greenland to like the central atlantic then that will have a pretty great influence on um on the wind speeds because of its robustness. And I know we were talking before um, about the, the system that was near Greenland, how that affected us mm-hmm. locally. That was um, a low pressure system that was generating. So the winds from that system were acting on the ocean and then creating waves. And then the waves, they propagated, they moved all the way down to us. All the way, that, all the way south from, from, from way up at that latitude? Yeah, because the energy has to go somewhere. It just moves into the ocean until mm-hmm. it hits something there where it can then disperse its energy, which happened to be our coastlines. Wow. Wow. So these these pressure systems, whether high or low, um, they can impact us regardless of how how far they are away from us. Yeah. Yeah. And it even makes me think of like the just the idea of like the butterfly effect, like how 
the, the development of a pressure system, say in another basin, can even even though it is like it occurred on the other side of the world, eventually that could have um, an effect on our local weather. Wow, wow. So, okay, uh, um, as re- as relates to to what we're dealing with now, currently, um, we have any um, advisories because the, the the weather. I mean, the water looks kind of rough out there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, for our most of our waters, for the rest of the week, all the way through Friday, we have a small craft advisory. So, that's because seas are typically between like seven and eight feet, and sometimes occasionally greater. And that's just due to the mix of windy conditions and northerly swell. And so that goes for the coastal waters near St. Croix, St. Thomas, and St. John, and also the offshore waters in the Anagata Passage. And then for coastal conditions, we have a high risk of rip currents also throughout the whole week. And that's due to breaking waves between like six and seven feet. So we're telling our boaters and beachgoers to be careful this week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the conditions are kind of nasty. Okay, okay. Well, that's Ryan Chambers joining us from out of uh, San Juan. Uh, any precipitation uh, or just the morning showers that? Uh, yeah, we're looking morning at? showers, passing showers, just um, inconsistent, but they should come through from time to time. Okay. Thank you very much, young man. I appreciate it. Thank you. You got it. That's Ryan Chambers uh, joining us uh, from uh, the the weather service down there uh, in San Juan. Uh, yeah, like I said, when I coming into the building this morning, uh, got that morning shower. Keep us honest. But looking over on the northern side, ain't got no visibility of St. Thomas and St. Janatal. And it looked cloudy over those parts. Now, I don't know if the, the clouds are just over the water and uh, it's clear over St. Thomas is John final from uh one of the boys uh in a little bit. But um <clears throat> uh it is not what you would call a chamber of commerce morning uh here uh in uh the Virgin Islands. So uh, the holiday season is here over the weekend. Uh, we had the um Olympic Park Lighten uh on Friday and uh the, the carnival, I mean the the festival boat uh in Christianston. On Saturday, you know, so things are going good. But we also had um, the UVI launch in the Virgin Islands Agriculture Business Center, right? And that took place on Thursday, right? Uh, uh, at the UVI Great Hall. So we want to congratulate um, the University of Virgin Islands uh, for launching the Virgin Islands Agriculture Business Center. And um, President Hall uh, gave some remarks, and uh, he recognized... Um, uh, both uh, Senator Donna Fred Gregory uh, and um, Allison, former Senator Allison de Gazan, who at the time was a senator, and, uh, with their help, um, with the vision for the business center, uh, according to um, President Hall, that vision is really at the core of why we can be here tonight. He said at first, although fortunate to co-chair the plan, he was juggling a busy schedule, but admits. What made it easier with, with the, was the vision. We had to work out, flushing out each mandate. We also added additional things, but the work that had been done by Senator Fred Gregory and her staff created a pathway and used the guide to do the work. And um, 
Hall also acknowledged this couldn't be possible without all the other people who worked on the plan. He then moved to conception. Hall reflected on when the idea of the plan was conceived in one of their first town hall meetings. He spoke of a woman farmer who expressed that farmers need assistance in running and sustaining their businesses. That was the first time the idea was articulated, at least regarding the agriculture plan. That is what started the ball moving. Finally, the birth of the plan took place. The thing about birth, though, is you really have to feed the child. I also said that after presenting the plan to the legislature and the governor, the question was whether this was going to be a nice and shiny document or whether it would have funding behind it. Through continuous conversation, they have been able to secure funding. I said that this is only one small but critical part of the plan. One of the things the, plans call, the plan calls for is a local food and farm council. The agriculture business center is in the process of an education pilot program, additional staffing, a grant matching fund, a public-private investment fund, and a data collection aspect. Senator Gregory also uh, made some remarks. He said, this is a good evening not only uh, for not only myself, but a good evening for the people of the Virgin Islands. One of the commitments is getting this done. In getting this done was that we funded it. The first piece of legislation that was passed in the 35th legislature was funding the mandates within the agriculture plan. That is correct. Uh, very early on. I believe on, even on swearing in day or the day after uh, this year, uh, that was a, a focus uh, of the 35th legislature. We are here today because of due diligence and the fact that we really wanted to see our movement with agriculture in the U.S. Virgin Islands. And of course, the, for those of you who want to look it up on the legislature, let's go to the uh, LegVI website, LegVI.org, and uh, look up Act 8404 from in the 34th legislature, right? Either 33rd or 34th legislature. Uh, Act 8404, and that will let you know what's going on. A launch celebration for St. Thomas and St. John will be announced in January. So congratulations uh, to UVI. That's a critical aspect of uh, our existence that we need to focus on. Uh, and uh, the University of Virgin Islands uh, is critical uh, to that end. You know what I'm saying? So we're glad uh, that the Agriculture Business Bank has been definitely importing uh, too much of what we consume way too much um, for uh, the territory and in particular for an island like St. Croix which was once uh, labeled and I want to recognize um, Kendall Siegel Peterson because he's the one who always used to say that um, we are uh, we were the breadbasket of the Caribbean and here we are now uh, importing uh, over ninety percent of what we consume here in the Virgin Islands is not good. You know that that's you know, that has to be some just protracted negligence that we allow that to happen. You know when you look at it. You know we recognize this. You know uh, in two thousand six, uh, Senator Positive Nelson, myself. Uh, Ronnie Russell, uh, 
And, and then the entire legislation, actually, we adopted unanimously the Sustainable Agriculture Industry Act of 2006, Act 6836, I think it is. Uh, hold on, let me see. Yeah, no, we, we passed that uh, because we recognized this a long, long time ago. We've known this for decades, that you know what we were doing agriculturally was not in our best interest. Uh, and here we are, 17 plus years later. Um, yeah, Act 6836. And in Section B, it says the purpose of this chapter is to promote and protect the agriculture industry of the Virgin Islands to include the protection of prime agriculture farmland necessary to promote, protect, and protect the public safety, health, safety, and welfare of the people of the Virgin Islands. Okay, and uh, there are a lot of articles here. So you can look that up. So we recognize this a long, long time ago. And, and here we are now, um, some 1,600 acts later, right, thereabouts, from 6836 to uh, 8404. Wow. When you look at it from that numerical perspective, through that numerical lens, you know, and uh, we are doing a lot of work with this one. A lot of work. And we did a lot of things uh, subsequent to that. I remember um, that was 2006, right? In 2015, uh, Senator Myron Jackson uh, had moved legislation uh, for us uh, uh, to develop uh, uh, fruit development uh, here, uh, legislation, you know what I mean, to promote fruit development uh, here in the Virgin Islands. And we actually got that funded through the casino um, Control Commission, um, because one of the um, the languages in the 1995 Resort and Casino Control Act is was designating money for literally every agency, and agriculture was a part of that. And uh, we did that uh, in 2015 as well. So the thing that we don't know, you know, it's about execution. Check. So hopefully we could do that uh, going forward. So we'll take a break, and we come back. We should get the boys on the line. Uh, talk about a number of different things locally, nationally, regionally, and internationally. We'll be back right after this. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. 
Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, but it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. forward to teasing Rocky Laybun because um, his boy, right, uh, tennis player Novak Djokovic uh, was interviewed on uh, 60 Minutes yesterday. Rocky, your boy, your boy, the next 60 Minutes, man, you know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, it's a nice article here uh, on CBS News uh, and he said, uh, he make a statement um, uh, when he was interviewed uh, by John Wertheim. He said, you are beating players right now, good players, who are closer in age to your kids than, you, than, they, than they are to you. How much satisfaction does that give you? You like that? And uh, Djokovic said, I don't know if that sounds good, to be honest. But, yeah, I think the, I think the young guys who are very hungry I'm very inspired to play their best tennis against me is an additional motivation. I think they kind of awaken a beast in me. Uh, Djokovic is no longer chasing records. He's creating them. His stubborn habit of winning major titles started in 2008, and it's gone on and on. Half of his 24 coming after he turned 30. Most recently, last September's U.S. Open, he says that he may not be as fast as he once was, but he's wiser and more accurate. So, Rocky, your boy, uh, make 60 minutes, man. I hear you. And check, I know you like that one. You like to call you the goat, you know? So, uh, uh, it's interesting that uh, uh, 60 minutes has decided uh, we're going to uh, uh, interview uh, the one and only Novak Jeff had a great year. He really did. I think he won three Grand Slams this year. Uh, lost the Wimbledon Finals. He won the other three. And um, uh, also won the ATP Finals. So a great, great year. I believe we have uh, Ronnie Russell joining us. Uh, good morning, uh, Senator Russell. Uh, glad to have you on. Good morning, Neville. Good morning, and your wonderful audience and Rocky. And Ducks, good morning. And we also got uh, the ranking member, uh, the one and only Almando Rakilebo Dota Sinjan. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Neville. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning, 
Can I get a docs? Okay, we're going to try and work on that connection uh, without a doc. Yeah, so, I can't get yeah. it. But listen, man, it's a pleasure to be back. I miss what you're talking about, my boy. Yeah, you know, you're, no, you're, 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 no, no, but you could see it, man. Um, <clears throat> your boy, uh, your boy making 60 minutes and all kind of thing, man. I, I kindly beg your pardon, Rocky. Huh? That's a goat. The goat, you know the deal. You know the deal. <laughs> you know the deal. The best of them. Not just the best of a few of them, you know. The best of all of them. Rocky. Uh, no, this, Rocky, they said that this the, the article that I was reading from, because, you know, C, uh, 60 Minutes is a CBS staple. So I was reading an article from the CBS yeah, News. Yeah. They said he, he went 24 Grand Slams, half of them. After right. after he turned thirty, so he waited for Federer to get That's old. Right. He waited for Federer to get old, then he went and get his man. That's no, what happened. No, 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 <laughs> no. You, you know what happened is that he was frustrated before he couldn't get them beat. Yeah. And he now realized he studied them. Yeah. And he found out how to beat them. Yeah. Okay, that's what and, it was. That's what and it was. from then yeah. he looked back. Rani, Rani, you and I got to you and I got to be subjected to this to this to this philosophy. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Rocky is a, is like a sports play too. So we gonna let, whichever whichever way Rocky view it, we good. Rani, how you been, man? How's everything? I alright, I alright. I you know I was off while I'm I'm back now and it's good to be back. Let me, I, 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 we, we, we. I could say we. We all had our our fall travel like we normally do, right? So now, yeah, so yeah. now, so now we're back home to to uh, spend Christmas yeah. and New Year's in the territory. Rani, gonna be here throughout. Or you're going again. I know you're traveling a lot this year, now. No, me going again. You're going um, again. Yeah. I' here for the whole Christmas. I want to enjoy mm-hmm. the paradise. I've been in St. Thomas for the Virgin Islands Bar Association meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Dwayne Henry was telling me about that. How that was, man? That was was fantastic because we got young and new energy in the bar. And the bar taking in, taking on, tackling issues that need to be tackled in the territory. You know. Well, well we're gonna so we, 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 we when gonna break. We, young young we, minds and and they they they're ready to go. We 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 them. We we gonna we gonna break that down for sure. Rocky, you've been in you've been in the southern yeah. you've been in the southeastern part of the country. What was it like over there, man? Well, man, well, good man. Listen, I got some good R and R. Um, I got so much I want to do. I mean, as I got back, I've been going steady, man, steady, steady, you know, and uh, of course I had to take break, you know, to compare today because we're doing some work on my place, but but I take a little break because um, I haven't been with you guys for a little while, you know, and um, you know it is. I know you guys were beating up on me and have all these nice things to say when I wasn't there, you know. So, you know, so I said, you know what? Let me come back home and try to put this thing in perspective. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> we, we, so, we appreciate that. You know, but that. no, man, it's, it's great to be back. So many issues going on, and hey, the world has changed, man. And I, I don't know. We, we, we seem to be getting worse and worse every day. You know, I, I just, I, I, I really wonder about if there's anybody with good love in their heart anymore, man. The, Look at that one dog long time ago. Something wrong. Something, Something is wrong. Something wrong with our people, man. Well, Rocky, since you went there, let, let we start it. R- Rani, l- l- let me start with you, Rani. Rani, this matter in in uh in the Middle East, 
um, is 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 a it's just just crazy, Manny. When when you come to think of it, right? And yeah. and 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 I like to look at it at four sets of people, right? You got two sets that are one hundred percent innocent, and then you got two sets that are so starving for power and control um, that they you know undermining the foundation of the entire globe, right? Uh, and the uh, and the and the the, the the guilty side. I'm gonna use the term guilty. You have the Israeli government that looks like it's it, 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 all they care about is power and control. And then you got Hamas, who uh, believes that you know violence and 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 using innocent people as shields is is their way to get attention. And then you have the the innocent Palestinians. Um, who have been bombarded for two months as a result of what took place on October 7th. And you also have the innocent Israelis who really don't want anything to do with the extremist um, perspectives of the government, but they are now being, they are now casualties because a lot of them were part of the October 7th ambush. And then you have hostages and all that stuff. Um, is there any end to this, Rodney? Because it looked like you ain't got man. This is scary. Well, Neville, I wish the U.S. had taken a middle road and leave that area of the world out of the real, real morass of, of evil on both sides. I agree with you on that, though. Okay. You've you got, you got to understand that Hamas is about revenge alone. And... And Netanyahu is in control, and how much land I could get? The two of them wrong. Mm -hmm. But somebody have to take a middle road and say, no, this can't continue. And I wish the U.S. had done that. But it appears that, you know, the U.S. taking a different stance and, uh, and the U.S. in really wielding the power that they need to feel real to um to bring peace, a ceasefire, and to say, listen, this is a matter that could be resolved. And we need to sit down. Qatar trying the best, yeah. from what I understand. Yeah. And so it got moderate Arabs and moderate Israelis that willing to talk. But these two sides, Hamas and Netanyahu, no, they, they, they want, they like killing and they like, you know, the wrong thing. So, you know, the U.S. should step up to the plate and uh, defeating the U.N. resolution, I think, was a step backward, you know, step backward. So I, I, I leave it there. No, you know? no, the U.S., no. I believe, could do it. Yeah, but no, not well, I'm glad you mentioned the resolution. Rocky, here's what happened. A number of countries, I believe Turkey, right, Qatar and, and Turkey were, were leaders. No, Qatar was the leader, right? No, no, it was the United Arab Emirates. Right, all uh, right. Who offered a resolution in the United Nations, right, asking for? It looks like that's um, that's that's Rocky. Oh, that's Ronnie. No, I'm in. I'm in. Okay, that's you. That's that was Ronnie. So we'll we'll get him back on. Um, so here's what happened: United Emirates, uh, Arab Emirates offered a resolution for a ceasefire, right, which in principle makes sense. Because we had a pause about two weeks ago to allow for humanitarian aid and all that stuff to get into Gaza. The United States vetoed it 
because they say we still don't have word from Hamas that they are not going to back down from their behavior and the things that they've been doing. In this case, Rocky, as much as I am 100% for the ceasefire, because I don't want anything to happen, there is a legitimate position that the U.S. is taking with respect to Hamas, because in order for a ceasefire, you've got to have both sides agreeing to backing down. And, and what happened um, with the pause was um, Hamas... Um, Hamas couldn't could, couldn't wait for the pause to done because as soon as they hear it done, Hamas will back at it again. So this right. is a quandary that that, that, that that everybody is in, Rocky Lightbot. Listen, man, I, I you know I, I feel the pain and sometimes it's 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 really heartbreaking to listen to people trying to live the the mere fact that there's no way to go, no way to run, no way to hide. You can't even get something to eat. The hospitals are down. I mean, that's like a dead-end situation. Yeah, man. I feel, just how, I, I feel that just like how the president met with the uh, president of um, China, Xi, what his name is. Yeah, when he went to San Francisco to meet with Xi. Yeah. Yeah, listen, we, 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 we got to put away some differences now. And we might even have to call Putin or one of them and say, look, man, this world is in trouble. And these guys, that kind of killing that they have there, both sides around to me. I, I, I gather they, 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 and, and um, Israel is not a problem. Netanyahu, got to check yourself. Somebody needs to check him because he just as bad as the others. To me, he's not doing um, America. I realize that they're in too deep with him. That's a problem. That's what it is, yes. He, Israel has been a, a hench person, a hench country. For America over the years and they are so deep so they can't really really put down their feet the way they need to do it. So they need help, but they ain't got nobody to turn to. And so we got to when in times like this you you, you have to kinda bite the bullet and, and, and do things outside of the norm because mankind is in trouble. You you talking about the, the the, the, you know, the, the destroying of a whole nation. I mean, I mean, people for day. Listen, look, look, man, that thing is so sad. People aren't paying attention. And and and, and then Rocky, sad, and, sad then, and then and then Rocky, Rocky, you're seeing where the um, Hamas is using uh, innocent Palestinians as shields. And then they got yeah. another, they got another picture where the leadership of Hamas all them sitting down eating eating nice big plate of food and drinking wine and thing while while while, while the people of Palestine are being targeted and dying. Yeah, man. But, you, they, but did you see what happened last night? They had, a, they had an interview with a gentleman who he said they had him. They, they was in interrogating him and they would use things in his air, his testicles. I mean, and then when they do that, they say. Go to Biden, um, talk to Biden, talk to Netanyahu, uh, those people. So, so what they're doing is they're making fun, probably show the whole thing. And America got to check these guys. Somewhere along the line, America got to say to Netanyahu, look, you know, we we assisting you, but this got to end. So the interrogating was done by the Israeli official to a Palestinian or vice versa? No, what, what it was, it was 
they were showing, they were explaining them what they were doing in Gaza, what they, when they captured them, yeah, and how they they were really treating them as prisoners. You know, in other words, they they had them. You know, like you, the interrogation, like what they used to say about Guantanamo Bay and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were that kind of cruel thing was going on with them, and and they were saying that they tried to get information out of them, and they wouldn't give it to them, and they would. Use all extreme their eyes, their ears, their testicles. I mean, these people are ridiculous, man. No, that, that, that's 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 that, that's that's a level of cruelty that that we can't imagine. Yeah, man. R- 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 and- R- I want to ask Ronnie. Ronnie, the president flew over to Israel. Um, I, I think I, I think about four days after the incident, right? Four or five days after, yes. right? And and that was a yes. good thing because uh, Israel is uh, America is a friend of Israel in the Middle East. Right, but the president and I don't think he was strong enough when he said it. He told them from early on, "Look now, we got to make sure humanitarian aid and the innocent people in Palestine are not targets and casualties um, uh, in in volume or at all." And it looks like that had just fallen on deaf ears, Ronnie. Yeah, I think that um, the lobbyists for you know a very uh, stern response from Israel went over instead of the moderates. And, you know, there are a lot of lobbyists in the United States for Israel. Mm-hmm. And and the president uh, sort of came into that because um, the real truth of the matter is that Netanyahu should not be the leader of Israel now when you consider his his view of exterminating them. He, he thinking, you know, he thinking exterminating instead of coming to a, a common, ground, common ground. So, you know, and Biden started acquiesced to that. But, you know, what, what, what we should do right now is, um, is as a little territory with a lot of people that uh, exist with both sides, we, we need to start a rally our people. And say, listen, we want, we want fairness, and we want, you know, peace fire, a ceasefire, and we want the right thing. And we got Israeli here, and we got Arabs here, and we we could show the world how they could live together. And we start to rally it. I think we got to step in. I think our yeah, yeah, leaders, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. we, we, so. we need we we need to figure out um, uh, how to address the what. And that's what's going on right now. We'll take a break. Come back up with a tip, more table talk right after this. WTJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited return of the taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Kulchaman Silkat. Tickets are on sale now through Thursday, December 14th. Tickets are available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Site Mall, and Bonita's Cantina in Niski Shopping Center. Tickets can also be purchased online at wtjx.org forward slash taste or call 340-774-6255. Shuttle service will be available from Haven Site Parking Lot to the MCM Center. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are VI Lottery, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine and Spirits, First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, the VI Housing Finance Authority, and the VI Public Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste, Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget. 
with so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back <clears throat> here on Analyze This. We got a table talk. We got uh, we got a little quorum call here, real quick. Um, I want to recognize the ranking member, the one only Armando Rocky Labor, uh, out of St. John, eight term senator, twice Senate president in the 21st and the 24th legislature. Uh, good morning, Mr. Ranking member. Glad to have you back on uh, Analyze This on the table talk. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Mr. President, and good morning to you listening audience, and um, it's certainly a, a pleasure to be back again. Without a doubt. And, of course, uh, the one and only uh, Ronnie Russell, uh, four-term senator uh, out of uh, Fredericksburg, but now uh, cooling out over there in Canaan Ridge, uh, Senate President uh, in the 29th legislature. Good morning, Senator Russell. Glad to have you on. Good morning, Neville, and your wonderful audience. Good morning, Rocky. It's good to be back. Without a, without, without a doubt. Now, now, um, Rocky, the 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 clip that you were talking about that was sixty minutes, or that was just an, a a regular clip. No, I I believe that was um sixty minutes. Okay, be, be, because because, because they were also they were also interviewing um the the craziness in the Ukraine, right? Because you had uh, Russians, you had Russians who were uh, inter uh, interrogating. Uh, Ukrainians and vice versa and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and and that has comp- that has complicated um, this situation. We we really got global global unrest to the point where it's impacting everything. And Zelensky, right, uh, uh, is in panic mode, right? Because yeah. America has decided, um, at least the Republicans in Congress have decided we're not in the business in the business of supporting the Ukrainians anymore. And I know. and and the, and they claiming but that and Putin Putin liking that because remember remember now yes, Putin started exactly. this mess twenty two months ago back in February of twenty twenty two yeah Rocky. My my thing on this is America is a a world force. To me, when countries see they are privy to see America in a kind of subservient role in these type of, uh, what shall I say, situation. Mm-hmm. It diminishes it diminishes the strength of a great nation, you know, because you, you, you want to see a nation 
that has some strength. It's like your leader is is just relegated to some second class citizen because you can't order or you can't get any kind of major results from Netanyahu and them. They 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 out of order, and and America got to stop. I mean, yes, I know you want to do that, and I know you have to handle it with gloves, all of that. But, but it has to be done to maintain a certain image of a country with power. You, you, you can't be a country of power knowingly. See every day that these folks are there, and they have no way out. There's no way out. Whether they run to this side or that side, they, they stay there or not, they can't get no food. Their, their hospital services is diminishing. There are no homes. I mean, they can't leave the country. This is, in this day and age today, we, we are seeing this in front of our eyes. Um, and to me, we are not doing enough. Not enough for mankind. Well, we, we, you know, why we allow this to happen? and continue to happen for such length of time, what does that say about the future of this world? Well, well, and then you, you have well, artificial no, intelligence you, you, coming in now. I mean, come on. this <laughs> You know you know what's going to happen now, Nevin? This artificial intelligence is going to one day get in the wrong hands just like these guys, and then we in base of trouble. The world coming to a halt. If we don't show some leadership and somebody don't, that's what I'm thinking. Well, let me use let me use let me use your premise as a foundation for asking Ronnie this question. Ronnie is, is the reason why America is struggling and and maybe viewed like like how Rocky articulated is because we are currently so polarized that we don't even have local unity. Uh, uh, domestic unity. So how can we be promoting global unity when we're struggling as a country um, to, to actually come together and provide leadership on behalf of the people? Absolutely, Neville. And I think you hit the nail on the head. And that's why the appearance of wishy-washiness might happen with foreign policy because you don't even have a consorted effort of what you want to promote and, and your constitution is suffering from attack from a presidential candidate who, in, in, in all he stands for, he believes in Putin and totalitarian government. And, and, they, and, you know, the American constitution and the American way of life is under severe attack. So how could you lead other countries and, and give, you know, the kind of leadership that we used to do when you had strong American presidents, uh, no, it, you, you can't do that. And that's why it's something wishy-washy with Ukraine and, and, and in the Israeli-Hamas conflict, you know? And, and that is part of the problem, Neville, with this right-wing, you know, uh, they, they destroying the country and they, they affecting the world. You know, so let me leave it there. Well, 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 well let's, let's look at what happened. Um, a president at an Ivy League school lose her job because of this thing. Right? The president at Penn 
um, yes, well, I read it. T- testified I read it. in Congress. Testified in Congress last week, Rocky. And when the question of genocide yes. came up because she didn't answer it, um, you know, perfectly, um, and she got set up. That's what that was about. You know what I'm saying? They set up all those and all those presidents to put them on the spot. And the next thing you know, she is no longer president at the University of Pennsylvania, right? The New York Times wrote an article, right, saying that the Qatari government, right, here's what it said. I want to make sure I say this correctly. For years, I want to read this, I want to read this correctly. The Qatari government had been sending millions of dollars monthly into Gaza, money that helped prop up the Hamas government before the attack. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu not only tolerated those payments, he encouraged them. In other words, Ronnie Russell, um, it, it's getting to the point now where you don't even know if leaders um, care about their own just so that they could stay in power. And look at how this thing is now just permeating all over the place and America got caught in the middle. The world police yep. is now caught in the middle, and it looks like they don't know how to get itself out. That's true. Yes. Yeah, the thing is that, Neville, you see, because the world is a lot smaller with the Internet, mm-hmm. and people can find out what's happening, it changes the dynamic of leadership. Leadership can't hide stuff anymore. So when, when you mention that, and and it it appears to be an oxymoron. You know, it's crazy. You you supporting one thing and you you against the other thing, and they are the same thing. They the the conflicts become a lot greater, and it becomes harder to resolve them, Neville, because of the the the, the displaced loyalties, and you don't know where each person is loyal to. So he he. He, Netanyahu, understood that Qatar was helping uh, Palestinians. Yeah, yeah. And, and, by, and, and, then, and by extension, they were helping yep. Hamas. Hamas is, was a leadership group. And, and Hamas is a leadership group by force, you know. Remember, they're in the force yeah. business, not, with, not, 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 not the, um, the will of the population, by force and yeah, intimidation. So. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's very difficult. My, my issue is where we fit in in the... Caribbean and the Virgin Islands yeah. and yeah. where this country is going because yeah. you know um, we're a, melt, we're a so melting pot and we, and, we, and, we, and we have those who who have uh, families and all that stuff in the Middle East on both sides you know what yes. I'm saying? That's a, a, and, and, that's a critical and point what, what, yeah you know affecting, affecting the globe and we are directly involved because you know I, I, I have really clients and friends that are Palestinians and I, the Israelis too. So we in the middle, and we should offer some some kind of solution for our leadership that could help Biden make the right decision. I hope I hope he can, because you right Neville, if he can't make the right decision, he, he got he he is such a he is such a country that he, he need a break. And Ronnie, Ronnie, you you're an athlete. Rocky, all of we don't, don't follow sports. It got a term I, I learned a long time ago, right, in horse racing uh, with jockeys, right? Um, uh, I was talking to one of my father friends, and, and he said, Rocky, he said, man, these guys, they get in a slump, and they don't know how to get their way out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 and what's going on now, 
right, is um, the president and the United States, by extension, right, is involved in a matter that preceded America thousands of years ago. You follow what I'm saying, Rocky? Yeah. And, and it only takes yeah. a handful of militants, right, who feel at a particular time, look, we're done with this oppression, man. We don't care if we're going to lose our life. That's how you had the Arab Spring back in the early part of uh, uh, the last decade, 2011. Jeez, I'm red time flying fast, eh, Ronnie? The other day we were, we were in the legislature 18 years ago, 17 years ago. No, 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 no. The Arab Spring was a, a good over a decade ago. Jeez, I'm red. Just down on me talking to you. Rocky, um, time flying, right? And, and the same, you, you know what it is, Rocky? And that's why you're having a lot of people in America don't want to hear nothing about Biden and Trump, right? Because it's the same thing with Netanyahu. They've been in power for so long or they're up there in age. The people want fresh leadership, fresh visions, Rocky Leibold. Well, what, what they want is they don't want to continue the old wars. Yeah, that, that's they, a good they point. They don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't want to continue no, that. That's, no, wanna, that's a good way to coin wanna, it. That's a very good way to coin it. Yeah, yeah. they want to have solutions. They want to have solutions to go forward. There's a, they want to have a future. They want to see the light at the end of the tunnel, not darkness. And, and, and what, what is happening, you see Trump now started to backtrack a little bit because he believes that he started to start to think now and say, well, wait a minute. You know, some of these people are saying, man, you talking all that stuff there. Everybody feel that way, but like, you know, and, and you're going to create a problem for us. So you need to check yourself a little bit. But but guys, Ronnie and, um, and Neville, that situation across the world is no different here. We, we you know, one of my pet peeves here all the time is that we are the ones running this place. But look how the place is. I was listening to a program last night with um, Leslie talking about some folks who were, I think it was Terry T, was talking about something that I, 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 I hold daily. A lot of our talent people work here. There, there were some nurses that grew up here, come through our system. But they leave. You know why they leave? They can't find a place to live. They, they, they can't afford it. And, and to be honest with you, I don't see where we are making any effort to make that a reality. You know, those are the kinds of things that create despair in our people. And, and we, we can't really keep them. And that's all the guys and those things are going through. Everybody seems to don't have a home, don't have a place to be. And everything is about everybody else, and they don't care about how we live. And, and if we continue the way we're operating... We have nobody to blame, you know. We are the ones. Look, we're the only place on the New York flag now that everybody who's really in power look like me and you. Yes, sir. This only place. Yes, sir. And, and look at us. Look at us. Well, I mean, well, well, we well, well, Rocky, 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 while you are away, the rubber, the rubber literally met the road in Christianstead in the U.S. Virgin Islands, you know. Because the road them in, in Christian yeah. said, Rocky, you ain't, you ain't want to see these roads in Christian said, Mr. Rocky. It's, look I don't see them coming, coming for the inclusion of yourself. Oh, oh, Rocky, I, 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 could you imagine, right? I, I live in Christian said all my life. And I'm going to beg you, please, stay out of Christian said, Rocky. That's how bad the roads be, man. Oh, my 
God, no man. I'm, 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 I'm ask, ask Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie, I lie? Me lie, Ronnie. Me, me lie. It's on the road's terrible. You won't believe we live in town and, and have businesses in town. Yeah, but, but why is this? But, but I look, but guys, I, I, I don't, if I remember clearly, I believe the chief executive coming here for Christmas again. We're hearing that. And I, 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 I don't get my, I don't get my doubts already because, because what he going to see in Christian study. I can only call a spade a spade. You know what I mean? I know that we got work yeah. to do. We got to put in the new pipes. We got to put in the new pipes. Yeah. We got waste yeah. management and, and, and all that stuff. But, Rocky, yep. I got a text message from a former senator last week, man. And the, the, the senator texted and yeah. said, um, Mr. James, the, the, uh, the, the roads in Christiansted are now a public safety issue. That's how bad it be, Rocky. Seriously? Yeah. And, and, and you know, and you know that our tongues are the heart of our Crucian Christmas festival, right? And yes, and, and, and uh, last month there was a meeting, right? The retailers in Christiansted asked a question, and and, and uh, Nelly Nelly O'Reilly and Samuel Sanis, former senators respectively, put together a meeting, yeah, yeah. and and that 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 meeting deteriorated. They got into finger pointing. And 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 so look, I feel I feel bad for us as a people here, man. I started to say that that what going on in Christian state is not right. We'll take a break, come back. Yeah, we, 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 let, let me reset. Let me take a break, reset, and come back at the top of the hour. Be back with the table talk right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Ah, sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy. So take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Naples, Italy. Two volcanoes and three million lives at stake. The most dangerous volcano in the world. Scientists scramble for answers. That spike in carbon dioxide might mean new magma coming into the volcano. But can Pompeii offer clues? Can we predict? This can erupt at any time, even tomorrow. The next Pompeii on Nova. Tune in December 13th at 10 p.m. on WTJX TV, Channel 12. 